Welcome to the Will Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Ren with the Will. I'm DevQ. I mostly run Wikimon, and we've been completely forsaken by AR. A- a- AR has some important stuff to take care of. It wouldn't be shocking if he pops up as we get later into the show, but we're not expecting it. Dev, how has your long, long week been? I have been gimping around on ankle braces, but thankfully they are very, very helpful, so I can probably go back to work and die soon. How nice. Uh, It's been a strange week, because for the first time in a while, we actually don't have like a wave of news, but we do have interesting stuff to go over, and some... Questions that I decided to go more detailed on, and I have separate notes for the question to go over some stuff. Uh, so, different from the notes that are yes. at the bottom of our general notes page. Yes, because I, I figured this is the type of thing where it will be fun for you to discover what some of these details are. Since some of this stuff is kind of generically assumed by fans over the last X number of years, and it may be a bit fun for you to discover what some of this stuff actually is. Oh no. Yeah, that that means it's definitely going to be fun. And oh, it also no. me- it also means that 15 minutes ago I was going, "Huh, I should probably do some notes for this one." And then threw it in a notepad file. So Hey, this is going to brain hurt, isn't it? The mystery of the museum aired. How are you feeling about you know Ghost? What? I love this episode. So, I loved it too. I worry that uh, it's sort of what AR said last time is, is he c- we could all sort of feel where cracks might show up and we're starting to get them now, but we're not far enough in to know if they're actually cracks or just, hey, it's episode two. It's really hard to say. Yeah, there, there's, de- there's definitely some oddities showing up here, which we'll get into. But I guess the first thing is, is, hey. We actually, I'm very happy that it's episode two and they've already dealt with. So, can people see Gamamon or not? And how are they going to deal with that? People can see him. They just assume that he's a hologram, which is. It's like, wow, that's a really fancy hologram. Yeah, it's both a very funny and very lazy way to not deal with it. And I kind of love it. I mean,. It works in the setting. It works just fine. Oh, no, absolutely. It's also a great way to just be done with it and not, like, have to deal with, you know, every other shot having Gamamon be behind something. He's just sort of there in the bag, and if he interacts with people, it's fine. Yeah, it's not like... Because they already went through this with pretty much every other series that had... Digimon running around in the real yeah. world. They've either been like jammed in someone's bag or wearing a really comically well, crappy fa- disguise. To be fair, they did go with the jammed in the bag. It's just a bit more amusing this time because he's almost happy to be there rather than being jammed in. He likes being up high. Yeah. He's like a cat. And th- they're definitely going to keep doing that chomping gag, aren't they? You know what? I'm never going to get sick of that. It is adorable and precious. And I'm not sick of it yet. I can imagine getting sick of it if if they if they just keep doing it very dryly. Is my concern. I have cats, so I'm well aware that biting is a love language. To be fair, Dev, you cut you 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 scream on a normal basis about 
bleeding to death. But hey, ignoring your cat's usually wings. Well, usually it's the claws that are causing me to bleed and not the teeth, surprisingly enough. How are you feeling about him using his wings lazily? That is fantastic. It's like, hey, Gamelon, can you can you get out of this room? He's like, hey. yes. He's like, it oh, no. Over. Yeah, that was good. And I, I have to try mentally decide if I'm going to call her Ruri or just go with Ruli. I'm thinking Ruli just because easier to deal with at this point because that's one battle that we're n- never winning. It, it's done, realistically. Um, her shtick worked a lot better this time now that we got to see a little bit more of her, especially when she started like yelling. Was she yelling or poking at the mummies? I don't remember. I just remember being amused by her, like wanting them to move. I think it was both just like slapping on the cage. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah. Uh, and more than even last time, I'm really convinced she's based off the, the series Hyoka. Cause really reminds me of the main character from that show. That's one of those that at some point I'm going to harass you into watching it so you can tell me if you think I'm right or wrong there. I mean, and, I definitely need stuff to watch because, honestly, aside from Digimon right now, yeah. almost all the other series I was actively watching are, are either done? done for the year or their second core starts in January and... I tried picking up some other stuff, but it's like, wow, this this is terrible. Yeah, Hioka's one I, I have to get you watching at least a few episodes sooner rather than later, just so you can confirm or disagree on that one. Um, so, like I said, they deal with Gamelon being able to eat, and poor guy missed his steak sample. It was absolutely a travesty. I know. And then... <laughs> When he was sitting there and they drew him on all four like a puppy, my mind just instantly went, wow, I was almost joking when I said he's clearly based on Ziramaru, and now I'm 100% not joking when I say that. Because No, not at all. No. That and like some of the expressions and just kind of like the little arms out to the side pose, it, it yeah. really is. It's Ziramaru. Yeah, which it then, was an easy... And he, uh... Yabuno posted even more art. It's like, yep, yep, that's... Yeah. It's Tiny Zero. Yeah. And then we get... What do you think of the dictionary thing? Uh, I could see it being cute for, like, a little reference, because, you know, sometimes little kids just make up words for things. So yeah. it's kind of going along with, oh, Gamamon is now your little brother. It's kind of, like, a little more literal in that sense with you know the behaviors of small annoying children yeah i'm mostly just trying to decide do i think there'll be some relevance to it do i think they'll drop it entirely or do i think it's going to become shtick very quickly i feel like it's gonna be like a takatomon thing where he does it like once or twice and no one will ever let it drop that's true how are you feeling about that agumon cameo that was fantastic, and I am very delighted that, that was there. As was the Chumon cameo. He was just <laughs> that basically was... being more of a squirrel than a rat. I know, it was just, I, uh, 
It was funny. It was amusing. And it's nice to have something pop up that we 100% did not know was going to happen. So it was like, oh, shit, it's Chumon. That's a neat little thing. Yeah, then I like the kind of like, there's just like Digimon wandering around. Not like, oh, every single one that shows up is going to be an asshole. Yeah. Which is why I can understand Hero going, oh, there's a mummy thing running around. Maybe I should ask them where my dad is. Because that actually makes sense. Yeah. For his motivations, and, anyway. And then, hey, Mummy Mon's wrapping up and kidnapping people and hiding out in. It was like a. It was a basement, right? Yeah, it was, was like it? either like a basement or a subway, like an okay. abandoned. I thought it was like a basement warehouse in the museum. I just wasn't sure if it was a basement or not. It was definitely some sort of. Well, it's definitely a basement because they walked down, didn't they? Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm not. Sh- like, he was entering it from outside before, so I'm not sure if it was, like, directly uh, I mean. under the yeah. museum, or it might be, like, kind of like a park. It actually, maybe think of, like, more like a parking garage kind of thing. I think the only thing reasonable is to claim it's a museum annex. Good enough. Yeah. Um, and like then... Like, only now practice. Yeah. So, I'm trying to decide if I think it's banding or a fog effect... The, some of the effects they're using don't seem to benefit the video stream that well. And at times, it I'm not sure... It kind of looked like someone put VHS filters over it, and it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And M- Mummy Mon carrying off people worked as a good visual. Um, museum exhibition looked really nice. People were putting up photos of the actual museum they based it on. And, of course, the big... Di- the big T-Rex one shows up, and Gamamon's like, I think I know that guy. <laughs> and then... then now, the you're par- being a little vague, because there's a lot that could yeah. kind of fit the description of. And then the thing everyone loved, Mummy Gamamon. I know, it was it was adorable. And then we got because an odd... I'm not sure if Hero did that on purpose, or if Gammon just decided to like roll around the toilet so paper. So, it, it's weird. In my head, I don't actually remember what the setup for that scene was. Because I knew they were just like hiding in the bathroom, and then it kind of cut to them, and yeah. Gammon was just covered okay, in Okay, so you don't, you don't remember the setup for that either, then? No, it just kind of like cut okay, to them. That. And then, hey, they sort of jump back to Kazuna. Some Digimon can just randomly unlock locks because they're digital. That, hey. Um, I mean, convenient. Oh, no, absolutely. you don't have a manual lock pick. Yeah. Oh, actually, now, both the Gamamon and Hero pick locks. Oh, wow, that is weird. I didn't even think about that. They've, they did lock picking in the first episode also, huh? And then... Analog and digital. Very nice of Mummymon to answer questions as the fight and it being like very polite and of course that alluding later to oh he's not a villain he's just no, very he's very just... confused it's like don't believe everything you see on youtube um then you know the twist being that he's trying to help people and he just doesn't understand modern medicine i like how hero just said like hey why don't you just like go over to the local hospital and Watch there. Yeah, and he did. Uh, I wonder the if fight, back up later. It feels like he should, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, 
in their time of need, he shows up like, here's a Band-Aid. Well, especially since you would expect we probably won't see too many perfects super early, and that's an easy way to introduce someone who can help if need be. Doesn't mean they're going to, but I think that'd be a good way to deal with it. It might be kind of like a, I know a guy. Yeah. And then Gamamon's deep love of food allows him to evolve. And I'm... Did the evolution scene feel like... It very much feels like they did an evolution scene and then they cut it down because they didn't have the time to show it. Yeah, it kind of felt like it swapped in really quickly. Yeah. And the the new insert song, First Rider, I think I like it. It Not enough of it was used for me to be sure. It's hard for me to tell just because... It, like, even though I watched the sequence, like, two or three times, I can't really remember the song. Yeah, I think that's one that we're going to have. One thing Adventure did very well was stick in the Evolution songs enough that you could get a good feeling for it. And, like, in my head, I kind of don't even remember First Rider at the moment. Like, I need to hear more of it. I need it there longer. Eventually, we'll get, you know, a full a version full of version. it. So th- that's one that I'm... I remember it fit the scene. I just didn't get enough of it to like really feel about the song much. It had a change partway through, which worked. And then the energy was kind of gone because they kind of dealt with the conversation of, hey, Mummy Mon, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Go deal with that. <laughs> and I will say, I really hope we do not get caught in that loop because I... I've seen it happen with other shows where just... And then next week, the the enemy Digimon will also escape or otherwise wander off. Which I want murder. We all do. And the nice little tease at the end with Angoramon walking there. And hey, we finally know how his ears work. I've seen many people like theorize this. Yeah, It felt like that was what they were going to go with just so they didn't copy Terriermon with the glider. But hey, so we got the full Miles, Tails, Prowler, Spinny. Although his actually, yeah, so it works better with the ears, though, visually, I think. Especially with him being big. And then no show next week. No show, well, later this week at this point. It'll be off for the week. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that episode will be called Scribbles. I'm wondering if it will be a Kakimon. See, I guess because of the name and, you know, getting some of that scribble graffiti visual, it's something like writing will be appearing, you know, like menacingly on stuff, you know, like a red rum situation. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, it feels like that's what we're going to get. Or, or quite possibly more the one from Futurama which is done comedically. So the show will be back. I'm pretty positive I saw that episode, but it's just like it's been so long at this point. It kinda like blurs together. Yeah, so off this week we'll be back next. We one hundred percent knew about that. I've seen a few people comment on, oh no, is there an issue with the show that they Like no, it was literally on the calendar that it was Yeah. So we 100% Although I forget knew. what's airing in its place. 
I didn't care enough to look. I assume. Well, it's kind of it's the conversation we had last time, where some sort of sporting event or community thing is no doubt airing, and then it'll be back after. Um, so then, the interesting thing with First Rider, though, is, is we got details for quick. Uh, Cher Watanabe's back. I love her compositions. His. He he is a very he's a very very old man with a hat. Is it a really ugly hat? As I recall, yes. But let me go ahead and pull up his Twitter to confirm. How ugly is this hat? I'm oh, just oh, it's a. It. I forgot. He switched to art of his hat. I, I will send you the image, so you can see. It, it's it's a drawing of him at a keyboard with like an ugly hat, and I think. That's the um, Fuji TV logo, isn't it? Or one of those oh, TV network to... logos? I'm trying to blow it up because it's like, oh, da, da, da. it looks like a fishing hat. Um, so it looks he... like it has like a little blow up dog on it. Well, I think that's uh, like the Fuji TV logo or one of those Japanese TV logos. I just don't remember which one. Maybe Asahi. Yeah, so he's done arrangements or in and compositions basically going back to the beginning of adventure. He did the arrangement for the original version of adventure. He composed and arranged Evo with the will. Um, personal favorite of mine was he did both of those for uh, Mimi's O2 song, Supergirl. Um, Shoko Amori came back to write the lyrics, which she even Watanabe pointed out. She did those for Evo with the will and a bunch of other songs. Um, Singers new to us, uh, Yoshimasa Masakura. Uh, he posted on Twitter. Name isn't familiar, so it's, it's I don't not. Know. It, it, to the point that I believe I even had okay and a few other people double check the name that I hadn't like completely mastered. It's like no, the person is not showing up much. They've done uh, some games and some other stuff. They tweeted. They're very excited because they watched Digimon in elementary school. Oh, another and, and, group of. Uh musicians that are happy to be on Digimon. And he also pointed out that he would often try to train a Greymon on a V-Pet, and he would always fail and get Numamon. So... I yeah. mean, same. Yeah, that's those pretty common. Are... Yeah. yeah. It's like, we try, we fail, it dies. Yeah, so, we'll get details for that soon. Theoretically. Um, yeah, it's... I want to like the song. I just don't think we got enough of it to fair, at least for me to fairly judge it. Although I wonder if, like, how many months until we get like a full version of it? Because some of the songs were like, uh, oh, by the way, next week we're renewing, it, and otherwise it's so, just like, okay, it'll be eventually. Unless they just chuck it at us, I'm going to guess somewhere between mid-November and the end of December, because late October. October is the physical single for the opening, and then a week or two later in early November, I believe, is digital single for the ending. So I, I would guess they're going to give that a bit of a berth, and then they'll move on. And it could also be a case of what they did with... Um, I don't remember what the first insert song for Adventure was now. Um... Uh, um... 
Be the winners? Uh, extreme play. Be the winners. Be the winners. Yes. Yeah. Where they waited until they had built up a few different songs. And also, at the time, he wasn't able to finish the full ones because of COVID. So I would assume, yeah. we'll, at I assume we'll at least get a digital single before too long. But I'm going to say, unless they spring it on us mid-November. I like that we've been getting like the digital singles and like actually available outside of Japan. So. Yeah, that's that's the neat thing. Most of the ones for Adventure, either they would show up on various music services, or at the very least, uh, Oda Toy would have them, and they would not be geolocked. Oda Toy's um, music store in Japan, a lot of um, lossless music, but a good number of the Adventure insert songs have been easily gettable by, from there for just a few dollars, so it's been very nice to grab them at release time, in fact. So... Hopefully yeah, that not have continues. to like import a CD and. Oh, I do that anyways. I do it. that anyways. Well, yes, um, because yeah. you archive things for the website. I, I need to. I it's pretty. I believe I've done almost none of that this year, just due to being a combination of being busy, and then when I'm not busy, it's like, oh fuck, I don't want to do anything. I'm gonna sit here and do nothing, which <laughs> need need to do many discs to do. And then, hey, just we sit have, there and disassociate. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing. And then we have two anniversaries. The first was the 21st anniversary of the theatrical release of Digimon the movie. Beautiful poster, the only thing isn't it? My mind is the animate uh, Angela Anaconda short. Beautiful poster, isn't it? It's fucking horrible. No, you know what the poster needs, really? You need to have angry Kirby there. You can put him right, right in between. You can put him right in between the two carrier mons, just like Photoshop in one of those random angry box art Kirby's. Absolutely. Yeah. It would fit in just flawlessly. No one would notice the difference. <laughs> That's one of those things where don't you kind of wish you do that and then just see how far it gets. Um, right now, what comes to mind is when they re-released uh, Okami, the official release ended up ripping oh, the, the a watermark image from IGN. Yeah. That yeah. was good. Um, and then, to celebrate the film, uh, Jeff Nimoy started doing a narrated version of his uh, blog going over the behind-the-scenes. A bit, a bit of Tentomon and other out. stuff in there. Yeah, it's very nice. I believe the first part, which covered the first three written parts, is up. And we'll try to keep track of that to see when more shows up. But, um, yeah, 20... Very, very long time ago. And then, because it was the same day, the first anniversary, technically, of Kizuna in the U.S. I say technically because it feels like everyone solidly agrees that the actual release date was like the home video release even though the digital release was like a week or two earlier. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, that that one has like three different asterisks because we were meant to get theatrical a few weeks after Japan. We probably would have gotten a disc by July. Past members changed purely because of dealing with recording them. So I remember those shenanigans. Yeah, and... Man, by the time we have that one year, we already know 
it, it it's weird. I call it a sequel, but technically speaking, we don't technically know that O2 has a story relation to Kazuna, even though do you, do you really see them doing anything else? They were just kind of like, oh yeah, we we know we kind of fucked it up in Tribe by not even mentioning these characters. They've mentioned them multiple until times. Until the absolute last moment. They were in the first shot of the movie. No, they weren't. Ever. They were in they the were first... So they were in, like, the first two minutes of the movie, Dev. You know that. This is a lie. It's absolutely <laughs> a lie. The problem with that joke, Dev, is, is we both know there are people who say that, and they 100% don't recall that actually happening. Probably because they don't watch things obsessively, or they just... At all. Watch it, it, once it, and then... To be fair, it's very hard to miss that. If you watch it. So, it's weird, because we very well... The new movie's strange in that next week we could have news, or we may not have anything for months and months. Because they told us, basically, they were starting production basically right before they announced it. So we'll see what pops up. Yeah, because all they had is literally just like a sketchy... It was a single image and narration from Daisuke's actor, which probably was recorded when he recorded the Im- the image song. You know what, that would make sense. It's like, eh, while you're here, can you uh, yeah. it, just it's rattle like, this off? It, it's like, you're going to start a movie, we need this for the trailer, do it. And then, the thing that I'm pretty sure Dev has been waiting to talk about, the big Agumon train game plush. I want to hug it. Its head is gigantic. It's one of those plushies that really looks like if you like hug it, it will squish. Doesn't it? Yes. Yes. It looks like it was like, full of like, the little foam beads. Hmm. It feels softer to me looking at it. And they really do love the um, eyebrows on Agumon plushes, don't they? Yeah, I don't really know why they make them so pronounced. So but I guess it's I just... think what's I think what's going on is a combination of three things. One, they want to have the eyebrows there, and not just have it be like one or two stitches. Two, they don't want to make it an expensive focus point to make. So you so you end up with like a big bushy thing that they can sort of just make one piece. And then put it there twice and have it visually show up in pictures is what I think is going on. Because they've done this on Agumon plushies before where it's just like gigantic brows at the top of his head. Yeah, I don't really like them that much. But... It, it, it is over 12 and a half inches tall. Okay, that's bigger than I was assuming. And it shows up at uh, in Crane Games a week from today. It's exclusive to Sega. They do this out of spite. I'm sad. Like, the round one I'm near often gets, like, Japanese uh, brain exclusives in there, but I doubt they'll bring in Digimon. You'll find it someday, Dev. And then the... Probably at a convention. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will show up, and you'll be able to get it, Dev. And then the October Bandai Premium Bandai USA Vital Brace and Dim Card shipment has been delayed till November. I don't believe they officially said why. Minus they said the uh, um, shipping. Um, I don't remember. The, they used a technical term, but it basically means hey, the ports in California are fucked up at the moment. So wait. I was going to say, I'm pretty positive because the ports in California are fucked up at the moment. Oh no, I'm 100% sure that's why. To the point that, um, one, enough people seem to be aware of this that even a good number of people weren't complaining. It was just like, oh well, I'd hope to get it. I hope it'll show up soon. And then multiple people are like, I don't fucking think it's showing up in November. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Realistically, the only big ticket item that's being delayed is what we think is the last shipment of the special version worldwide. So uh, this the neon so, yellow one, yeah, that looks ugly as sin. Oh well, here's the thing. But here's the thing: it has the Vmon card. Yeah, I know, but it's still ugly. Oh, don't because worry. Made it like neon blue. Dev, I'm. Go- don't worry. I ordered one to test for everyone, and I'm going to do the same thing with it that I have with the other vital bracelets I've ordered. Stick it on a shelf and let it collect dust. Yeah, exactly. Well, I tend to use mine when I eventually get one. I feel like I would use one if it was not quite so toyetic. Like this, like the screen apparently scratches at the drop of a hat. The moisture issues. It's where it goes back to what we're even saying, which is it's a fitness tracker, but it's more really a toy that acts like a fitness tracker. Yeah, but I've used gotcha bracelets before, and like yeah. having that at work for five minutes, that thing just looks like crap. I just got like a couple of things of Novus at the house. I'll just buff it. I eventually. will say that I will say this for um for a toy. Uh, fitness bracelet. It actually looks pretty decent, to be honest. But yeah, I, it's nice. I, it looks comfortable. I've heard nice things about it. It's fine. I would say the most honest comment I could make about it, if you really want to, you know, use it on an ongoing basis, is if a dim card is coming out that you want, pre-order it from Amazon Japan or order it right as it's coming out and because uh, uh, dealers on Amazon Japan have screen protectors. Ooh. And since one of the primary complaints that I've seen is the screen is one of those um, I believe it's one of those slightly soft plastics where basically anything gets near it and all of a sudden you have a gash right there. Yep, I know the exact substance you're speaking of. Yeah, yeah I yeah, it, it's that where it looks like it's hard plastic, but it just like melts if anything touches it. So get get a screen protector. It's if you like want the it. same texture as a sippy cup from the dollar store. Uh, feels nicer than that, I would say. Okay, from five below. Although, to be fair, I'm guesstimating based on what I've seen in photos from others. I could be completely wrong on that. Um, but yeah, so then, Dev, model kit. Dev, bye. I'm not getting this one. So here's the weird thing. And we, we feared, was it last week when we talked about this? We don't know if this thing transforms or not. 
like I would we, assume it would just so because So here's the thing. We all assume it would, myself included, because how much remolding are we gonna do? But you'd think they would at least like go, Oh, it transforms. They haven't there's none of that in the marketing text or images at all. There's nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like why would they go out of their way to remold it so it doesn't transform? That's kind of the defeats the point of doing I, a recolor because you don't have to pay for yeah. new molds. I, I guess the idea is, is it's just minus one or two toys. It's never been something associated with palleted mode, so they're just not saying anything about it is the best that I can figure out. Is They're not going to stop it from doing so, but they don't consider it part of this. Is the best yeah, that I can and like dragon mode looks a little derpy. I mean, personally, yeah, a, I like a, it, but the head is kind of a lot of derpy for that head. Uh, it looks like Liger Zero, honestly. Oh no, I have that image in my head now because, and that's absolutely right. The main difference here is yep. the wings, which that's some impressive wingspan. I each, like it. Each each wing has has two pivot points. And each wing opens up to seven and a half inches. Uh, the sword looks nice. And about $58. And at some point I have to check, you know, what U.S. dealers have it up and what their prices were. Because, I don't know, it's one that I'm sitting here going, eh, maybe. Well, I like paladin mode more than fighter mode. But it's just like, paladin I already have nice. other model kits. Paladin mode looks yeah. super nice. Yeah, it's like a Big Bad Toy Store has it. It looks like it's from Japanese stock, and they have it for 67 So that's not bad, actually. But we'll see. I'm wafting. Uh, I believe the first shipment was sold out in 20 minutes. Oh, I'm not really that surprised. No. Paladin mode's always been very popular, and... Honestly, the price isn't terrible. It the um the fighter mode kit was forty five, I think. It was somewhere around 45 there. Forty five or fifty five, I think. Yeah, so you get the wings, you get the sword, and you get a very nice paint job for another ten, fifteen bucks. That's not terrible. Yeah, I've seen enough uh, model kits lately, just because I've been getting a bunch of them from my one friend who orders a disgusting amount of them. And even got a 3D printer to uh, even oh, they, print they, them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he's gone. Oh, they're 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 off. They're, oh yeah, they're off the deep end. That that's not a bad thing to do with a 3D printer. To be fair. Yeah, it also does uh, engraving and laser etching. So. No, but yeah, yeah nice. it, it's about right for a model kit of that size. No, that makes sense. And then we have cards. Which I do not give a single fuck about. Oh, no, there's some good stuff this time. So we have the... More people arguing over CL? We can talk about that in a minute. First, let's go over the stuff that is more boring. Uh, previews for Starter Deck 9. I actually like the art a lot, but I think we have previews of most of these already. Uh, but... You know, Lucky Magazine yeah, in Hong we Kong is always been a good about source. the uh, split colors. Yeah. But there's a few new ones. Um, then uh, Fun Digica did their 101st episode, and I love what they did for the 101st episode to celebrate their past 100 episodes. Are you ready? It's 
fucking amazing. Uh, Goto P, the card game producer, is there for a match against them, and they call it the Highlander Battle. <laughs> Do you know why? There can be only one. Yes. Does he cut someone's head off? No, no. That's the deck theme. Your deck of 50 cards can't have any multiples. Oh. There can be only one of each card. So you have to make a deck with 50 different cards. And they call it the Highlander deck. That is hilarious. Yeah, that that's a great fun thing to do, especially since uh Highlander's reasonably popular in Japan. I hope I want the anime to get a Blu-ray release at some point. Um God damn, I I used to watch Highlander all the time as a small child, so I don't even know that. The TV show? Yes. The TV show was the best part. And then they did movies based on the TV show and um one of them's okay, and one of them's so bad that if you watched it, you would think someone was stabbing you. They they use a or cover. Or my head off. No, I, it's so bad I can't even make the joke. Because so the TV show revolved around Duncan. You remember Duncan, right? Yes. So in the movie, partway through, they break Duncan's sword, and he doesn't get a new one. They use Princes of the Universe, but it's a cover. They don't use the Queen one. And that is a crime in and of itself. Yeah, And then it things just get worse from there. So, yeah. Um, also for the card game, at um, NYCC, they did tutorial events at Toei's booth where people could get a 30-card demo deck, which that that's not bad for like learning how to play. Then you get a three-fifths deck. I don't. Did we get a uh, card list yet of what was in it? No, I. That's one of those things I was wondering: is is are they generic cards? Are they, you know, when they say it's a demo deck, is it actual cards or is it? Um, remember you because you got the uh, the promo. Uh, oh yeah, folder where thing. you basically like fold along the thing, yeah. share it. Yeah, where where it was actual demo cards? Like I would hope they're real cards. We yeah, especially because like at like a full blown event. And then the thing you want you desperately want to talk about, Dev, they let us know how Sisteron, Noir, and Cell will work. Basically, no matter what region you're in, both card at, at least for the ones that are out so far, the rules may change in the future. Anything noir counts as the equivalent CL card. Anything CL counts as the equivalent noir card. So effectively oh, so you can't double up. So you're effectively supposed to treat it as if both. So if a card rule mentions Sister Moan Noir, it means it also counts for CL. If it says CL, it also means Noir. Um, you count the cards as both data and virus. So basically, hmm. basically that's them getting ahead of that there's going to be international tournaments, basically. So basically, and they even show... Um, just the bottom tech portion of a Japanese Sistermon CL listing and a Japanese Sistermon Noir listing, or an English Sistermon Noir listing for the Awakened card, because that one has extra card text. Basically, you treat it as if it has both. So basically, consider them two-in-ones. It works. Then again, I don't really see tournaments being that big of a thing, considering... uh how scarce the product is, at least over here. See, here's the thing. It doesn't 
the scarcity feels like it's more that people are just buying up everything they can when it shows up. Because people are definitely getting them. It's just a matter yeah, of... It like a lot of places them. I don't even see a spot for it on the shelf anymore. Hmm. Well, we'll see. As far as I can tell, it was doing well. I need to double-check. I think it was IVC2, the um, comic card news site. I believe... From polling store owners, I think they estimated, you know, they went through, like, card games that, and where they believe they're ranking. I think Digimon card game is ranking, like, third or fourth for money-making for stores. Nice. So, we'll see. In short, we don't expect to go much of anywhere soon. But, um, so, the Seal Awaken card is part of BT7. And that's a unique card for us because it is actually the first time we're actually seeing Seal Awakened. Because the one in Hacker's Memory is officially just a recolor of Noir with some slight tweaks. It's not the actual design. So this is the it's first just, time... It's okay, here's some ears. Yeah, so this is the first time we're actually seeing like the official Seal Awakened. Kind of like the scar over the eye. I can't get mentally get over that the position they've drawn her in and it, it kind of happened on her original card also where if you squint so the like it's a bit darker it's just a mickey mouse silhouette for the head because <laughs> like because like if you look at the parallel card they have her head like to the side but her original card and her first awakening card they have the ears like pointed exactly forward so it also looks like an angry Meryl. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-C. So we'll get plenty of that. And hey, we know ahead of time. So then it means when they do card previews and we see this one, people will definitely still match. That's amazing how angry everyone gets. Yep. More so since I saw people going, they're going to censor Noir. How dare they? It's like, this is not news at this point that they're doing this. It's not. And then, the most important card game thing, Card Battle 48, they begun another tournament, which is what Card Battle began as. And then, partway through, we got another special guest. It's Mechanorimon. <laughs> and he pops open to reveal Andromon. Can oh, I just say- he evolves. Can I just say, I, well, I think he's piloting him, because that's Mechanorimon's thing, isn't it? Mm, yeah, that and Gardramon, yeah. kind of, sometimes. But I love every time they do this, because it is both cheap, like, cheap-themed cosplay, but it's done really well and amusingly. They put their heart and soul into it. And crayons. And I'm pretty positive that's a frisbee on top of uh, its head. On top of his head. Uh, the, the the lid of the cardboard see, box. See, I don't I think, think that I, like a frisbee. I don't think that's a frisbee because I think it's too tall. I think that may be a frisbee on the front, the red light button thing. But like the blue thing on top, I think that's too tall. I think that's like a small bowl or something. I think oh, that's maybe. too tall for a frisbee. I think the red thing on the front is a frisbee. And that may that may win for dumbest conversation we've had is arguing if that thing's a frisbee or not. 
And it's like, either way, it probably came from a Daiso. Yeah. And then we get more photos of that ghost game display at Fujitown. They're, re- they're really, like, enjoying showing that thing off. We're getting, like, four or five photos every week. Um, then we got the box art for the Wargreymon model kit. That is really nice box art, especially considering this is not an expensive kit. Like, if it had just been, like, I know. a... I would love that as just, like, a poster. But that's what's weird. Like, they had that nice render in that marketing image. I thought that was going to be the box art. Honestly, so did I, because they kind of usually go with, like... Yeah, like, that they're doing actual art, like, because the Wargreymon one's basically 20 bucks. Like, that is not an... definitely picking it up. Yeah, it looks nice. Uh, we've seen photos on Twitter of people putting it together. It looks very nice. People have been customizing it, as you would expect. Uh, the most popular customizations so far are Black War Greymon and doing a merciful mode of War Greymon, which I believe was popular with the Amplified kit also. I definitely remember seeing that with the Amplified. Yeah. Oh, the merciful mode ones showed up a lot with him and um, Metal Grumon. Uh, I think I saw someone also do like a uh, Digimon World Two Chaos Greymon collar of one of the yes. Amplified kits a while back. Yeah, the other Amplified one that I've seen a lot is people doing um really complicated wings for Dukemon. I've seen a number of people do that, but yeah, this one's out. It looks really nice. Um, I think the import. I think the what we call it the import version for outside Japan. I think that's, is that December or is it November? It's not quite out yet, but about the same price. I like this one. I, it's one of those things where the only reason I haven't ordered it is I know I won't have time to like patiently sit there and I don't have the table set up that makes doing these nice or enjoyable. Honestly, I just did it on like a foot and a half of my desk while a cat climbed all over me. So it's, I should, but I, yeah, I'll probably get it. I'll probably go in a box for someday to be revealed. And then, Hey, look, the chocolates are back. They're giving them away. And they drew Gamamon eating chocolate as you would expect. He looks very happy. None of us are winning this contest, so I think we can skip that. It's one of those things where the contest showed up like three, four, five days earlier, but it hadn't started yet. And I'm like, oh, it's starting that Saturday. I can just throw it in the Saturday multiple thing post. Perfect timing. And then we have a few different reference book updates. First up, we have um, Gamamon's Evolutions. Dev, between Battle, Kaos, and Wazen... Which do you prefer of these three? Now that we've seen, you know, better, the art's a bit cleaner, a bit crisper. What do you think? Uh, definitely Wesson, just because I love his tiny little legs. No. It makes I, me I, think I, of, like, a little wind-up uh, Triceratops toy, where it's just, like, it does, like, little zip, 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 back and forth. I've seen multiple people do this, where they're like, oh, it's Flamedramon, XVmon, and Ragermon. <laughs> and the funny part is is it's not really that much of a joke. I think they the one know that... what sells. Exactly. Well, that's even what they told us with uh Pulsemon. Where like where we even saw like the design sketches where they're like they have Ragemon, Lydramon right there, and they're like figuring out how to redesign the character to work. And then 
one that I assume will be super fun for you, Dev, when someone's going to ask, and you know, I'll go ahead and ask. So Dev, now that the reference book can have multiple pieces of art, are you going to have a little button for that on Wikimon? Since they've now yeah, officially they're just gonna dec- have to scroll to the bottom of the fucking page. <laughs> so the reference book now has proper usage for alternate images, which does confuse a little bit the idea of going. The reference book uses the profile art, since now there's multiple ones, and it gets further confusing in that things they clarify do not always clarify the way we expect them to be, which I actually kind of like, to be honest. I think the one that's confused the people the most is Splashmon. Where yeah, 100... because like in the series, it's definitely treated as like a different yeah. mode. And it now and there's one. Like... Now they're saying now they're basically saying that the mode term there is just to differentiate it. It is just the same Digimon looking different. I, I assume one hundred percent you're keeping that darkness mode article. I think that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. because like it's treated as like a separate. No, absolutely, that makes perfect sense. So we got alternate art of Abadomon Core, Splashmon, as we mentioned, Dukemon. I think the first time I saw this art was it on a card? Uh absolutely. Okay, Bancho Leomon. I know I've seen this art, but I don't remember where it's from. To be honest, I just remember. Uh, I think it might have been one of like the V Pet alternate arts, like where it was like on, like in the booklets itself. Okay. Then for Yokomon, this is a repaint of um my brain has frozen Kiwi on the Mon. name. Yeah. Kiwi it's a repaint. Mon. Yeah, and then Lotmon is a repaint of the Terrymon artwork, I believe. Oh, that one's been around for like a No long, no 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 it, no 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 it it has, but I mean like I believe that's a repaint of a piece of Terrymon card art. Where they flipped it, they changed the face. Because that's not Terramon's profile art, but I've... Yeah, you know, it was definitely... It, 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 yeah, it's been around for 20 years at the very least. We know that. Um, yeah, so, it's nice to see like a better quality version of it. Yeah, so one thing I'm excited for is seeing what else will pop up. Because there's a lot of weird pieces of art that they could throw up there. Like, like Vmon could be the one that um, AIM did. You know the one I'm talking about? The one on the card where it's like a really chibi Vmon? Yes. Now, I don't expect that to be one, because I expect it's going to be more, you know, profile-style art, but I'm really curious to see what they'll go with. Um, and then... Hey! Show art, sort of. We didn't we didn't get any specific art for Episode 2, but Kenji Watanabe on his Instagram posted the uh, image of the Black Tailmon. Which, it's like I finally get the reference. Like, oh, it's from Yamato. Yeah, but more so that people just call Yamato Transport Kuroneko. Yep. Yeah, and, because that's its mascot. Yeah, um, and then the chief animation director Nishino Ayana posted really nice art of Hiro and Gamamon. Like, really nice. And just it's saying, a lovely soft little watercolor. It's adorable. Yes, it is. Gamamon looks so yeah, happy. Baby. And realistically, is this one second before he bites his fucking leg? Um, nom, 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 nom. Exactly. 
Um, but th- yeah, that black tail mod art image is amazing. Um, I really hope that I did translate the second half of that black tail mod message correctly, because if not, I feel bad. Because I mentioned <laughs> that they mentioned that oh, the black tail mod's so busy that you know its eyes are getting worse. Please do your best, and you know it had very tired looking eyes there. And I'm not 100% sure if he was referring to the Black Tailmon or if he was saying his eyesight was getting worse. Honestly, at this point, it could be both. It could be. So, I don't... That that Black Tailmon art's amazing. It really fucking good. So happy It's just how I feel. Very tired? how I feel. Yeah. And then it is time. And then it is time for questions. So while you guys throw those up, we'll start with some of the ones that were sent in ahead of time. First one was, what Digimon series do you think has the worst music? I, this is one that when I started thinking of, when I started thinking of it, my brain instantly went, I think me, Dev, and AR are going to have the same answer. AR is not here, so I'm going to guess that he has the same answer, but he can correct us next time. I think it would be Atmon. I don't know. I didn't watch enough of Atmon. So here's the thing. Get a gauge on its music at all. So here's I saw the thing. like five episodes and my brain tapped out. So here's the thing. It's it feels weird for me to say because I actually like the music in Atmon, but I think it's the weakest, especially when you get into stuff like, oh, there's no actual evolution song. It just uses an instrumental from the show, often with the air horns going off, and. A lot of people didn't seem to like the end themes that much. I actually kind of did, just on account of them being a bit different. But I feel like Atmon probably had the weakest music overall, which the problem there is that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means Digimon's had really strong music in general. So you haven't seen Atmon, so I guess out of what you have seen, which do you think has the weakest music? I want to say maybe Savers minus Hirari. So, but ba- so, I, basi- so basically, that song is amazing. Okay, so basically, what you're saying is, is you there's one song in the Savers that kind of puts off, you know, like a proper ranking for you. It's just the song's so strong, it kind of knocks around what you would do. Yeah, because otherwise, they're not really that memorable. I mean, going, going, my soul. It's probably the first time that Digimon as a series didn't have Watakoji doing the first opening. So I kind of think that, like, at the time, that kind of threw us all off. It's like, no, why would you do this? Who the hell are these people? <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd say Savers isn't quite at the bottom for me, but it's kind of there. Like, I, I get what you it's mean, but yeah. Lower. It, yeah, it, it has some strong, some exceptionally strong songs. It's just overall, it's kind of there. Um, yes, gamers' yeah. music is some of my favorite. Cross Wars is amazingly high up there. This isn't even one where people can kick Hunters, because Hunters, even by itself, has great fucking music. Yeah, like, just the show itself just made me want to like put it through a window. <laughs> and then uh, Jackie in the chat's asking... Do we have any more detailed thoughts on Battle Gammon's debut and his attack sword shot? I feel like we didn't really get much in the way of him to like really. We got a very quick evolution scene, and then we got kind of like a 
dash attack, and that was sort of it. Like, I feel like I need yeah, to see more before like judging him. and that was it. Yeah, I, I need to see more of him before I can judge him, because if I'm going to judge him based on what we've seen, it's... Oh, it's it, it, fine, you, he's there. You know, what, you know what it is? Goku went Super Saiyan Red for five seconds. <laughs> and then in a couple episodes, he's going to go Dramon green. Flame Dramon did fire rocket, and that was it. Yeah, basically. It's one of those things where I don't want to judge it at this point because it feels like we haven't really met the character, met the vi- what the character will do visually. Even the evolution scene was only five or six seconds. It was very short. Yeah, I think you were right earlier where they just kind of like cut it down just to like cram it into the episode. I thought it'd be fair. It felt like the episode be... was pretty full. To be fair, they may not have cut it down. They may be trying to budget because they have to do more of those for him. You know what? That that would make sense. So, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, then someone wants to know, have we considered featuring fan art on the Cider podcast? The short answer is yes. The long answer is no. The, the yes because, of course, the, lo- the no because... It's time-consuming time. and a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's it, very time-consuming because, okay, does that mean I would do something weekly? Does that mean it would go up with the Saturday post? Would that be monthly? Making sure to get people's permission for art. It, 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 art skews far more personal than, say, see, photos from a museum. It's one of those things where, you know... Is someone going to want their art in what is basically a potpourri post? Or they want... The only time that I went to great lengths for the art would be when art has shown up from... You know, when some of the show animators who aren't involved with the brand at large have put up stuff, I've made sure to message them and include it if possible. And a messaging... um, I don't remember his name. The Atmon manga guy. Yabano? No, 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 no. The Atmon manga. Oh, Atmon. Because oh. Oh. Um. on his uh, personal gallery at... Um, why can I not remember any websites today? Um, uh, Pixiv. Pixiv? Yeah. He was putting up a bunch of Digimon that he was doing as fan art. And even artwork of, you know, like the Atmon kids. Because he drew the Atmon manga. So it was... You know, sending him badly translated messages in Japanese to get his permission to feature stuff. You know, archive it. He was very, he was very happy to do, th- have that done. So you know, we did that, but it's just too consuming to do on a normal basis, especially in the case of something like the podcast, where you all, if we didn't include it weekly, it almost just wouldn't be worth doing. So we kind of don't. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons I don't do, like, commissions anymore, because it's just, it's very time-consuming. Yeah. And we and all have day jobs. Yes. Um, so it's one of those things where, yeah, we've thought about it, it's just not... It's one of those things where if I ever delegated more, then maybe, but for now, the answer is no. Um, then someone wants to know, do we have any thoughts on the mommies of the world mistranslation i i feel like objectively dev i feel like objectively you you have to take that to wikimon about if anything that says mummy should be changed to mommy because i mean they probably would you know for consistency reasons 
Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I agree. It's amusing. It's also something Digimon fandom is very good at running jokes into the ground, and I think that one's already there. I mean, even Thankfully, when, I don't have to listen to any of them. Even like when Onke posted, I believe my response was um, she made some joke about Mom, she, she, I don't really know the exact joke, and my response was I posted a photo of the uh, female Mummies Alive character, and her response back was just no. Because <laughs> she oh, got God the... Damn she, it. I that song stuck in my head. Oh, do you know how many people were like, is the podcast title this week going to have to do with Mummies Alive? And it's like, no, I have a theme for the podcast title for all of Ghost Game. I 100% know what the theme's going to be, but I'm very tempted to break it just to do a Mummies Alive thing. And yeah, I I def, I 100% know you have that song stuck in it. Right now, I can hear it in the back of your mind. The... I can, I can tell it. They're going to save the world today. The Mummies Alive. That was a good song. Yeah, um, I mean, maybe it'll bump out. No, actually, no, no, it's already gone. I made the moments. mistake of marathoning all of Centaur World and I've had the lullaby of the <laughs> Nowhere King stuck in my head on and repeat then, for five days. And then we have the long one, which someone asked, can we explain what Psycho Jump is? It's not talked it's about much. So I actually, I actually pulled up the proper information because right around when this question was sent, um, Kenzenshu put up Kenzenshu's never finished wiki. Uh, Kenzenshu's, uh, think of it as our Dragon Ball counterparts, which I, I used to host their forums and have helped them with various stuff and been on, not been on the podcast for years now that I think about, but used to be on it a decent amount. Um, their wiki that they've been putting together, they've been putting it together for like 12 or 13 years at this point. Like they're not doing it as like a fan done wiki. It's being done as proper cited information and everything. Like, cartoonishly proper information. But every once in a while when they finish an article of note, they link it even though the rest of the wiki is locked. So, I, Dev, I'm going to send you a link to their Psycho Jump one so you can see how crazy this article is. Before we get into it. Loading up. Loading like, up. Like, that is 100% a fucking article. <laughs> Um, so Psycho, wow. yeah. So Psycho Jump is it is effectively a magazine that focuses on spin-off mangas and showing off stuff to hits, uh, promotion, news coverage, that sort of thing. Um, we actually have their demographic information from 2019 because Kenzenshu is that detailed at doing it. So. They do over 100,000 copies for each issue. They've just... I mean, we talked about how they just have switched back to being a monthly. Their demographic information is 58.5% are of their readers are upper elementary school. 28% are lower middle school. 11% are higher middle school. 2.5% are high school or older. So this is very much a magazine for kids. Um, the newest issue starts Digimon Dreamers, and I have that, and I actually skim through to see exactly what Digimon stuff was there for our first big issue. The magazine's over 500 pages. Oh my god. And this is like a 
I believe I for a for a digital purchase of the digital copy of the magazine, which you know doesn't come with the physical widgets, it was like four dollars and eighty cents. So before we get to what the Digimon content is, the ignoring market, you know, like going over products, what does Psycho Jump currently have? So basically, minus one or two things, it's all spin-off manga. So there's a spin-off of Demon Slayer. They have two dragon actually two Dragon Ball spin-off comics running right now, and a um, anime screenshot comic of Dragon Ball GT. There's a One Piece comic, two Yu-Gi-Oh comics, a spin-off of My Hero Academia, a Dragon Quest comic, a spin-off of Butt Detective, a spin-off of Butto Buster, <laughs> a spit a upcoming is a spin-off of Yagoremon, which I b- think started in the same issue as Digimon and our new Digimon manga, Digimon Dreamers, and um, an original manga that started a couple years ago called Muscle Soul Mukumiki Kun. So a lot. This is a basically give kids something to read. It's very cheap. It's very easy for them to get. It often comes with cards, posters. Um, we talked about last time. You know, it had the card. It had the post, the double-sided poster. It came with stickers. Basically, a kid's getting 500 pages of stuff for five dollars, and it's just changed all their branding and gone back to being a monthly. So I went through and I went through the Digimon section to, and actually wrote down like what everything is. So because you can get the physical magazine, the digital is under $5 and at least one store has it not geo-locked. So oh, nice. people can buy that if they want, if they don't want to worry about the cards and stuff. So let's see what the Digimon section is. Um, so it starts with page 99 and you get roughly a... 11 pages of it explaining what Digimon is, the digital world, evolution, types. Uh, there are dedicated pages to going, this is Agumon showing off his evolutions. Then Gabumon gets a page. Pulsemon gets a page. Zeromaru gets a page. Uh, Gilmon and Impmon each get pages. They have a two-page spread for the Royal Knights and Demon Lords. Just, you know, this is this, this is that. Um, the Ghost Game Digimon get a page and various pages, you know, going over ghost game products and stuff like that. Uh, Terramon gets a half page just, you know, so it's not all product junk. It shows off. You'll have to link that to me because I yeah. might want to get that. Yeah, I will link that to you after show. Um, it shows off, you know, the history of various games and products. You know, what's happening now in Digimon? What's coming up? They show off V-Pets. They explain, you know, there was a movie a few years ago. They show off Adventure. There's a couple pages of showing off like the Digimon wall at the Plex offices. Plex is the company that took over for Wiz. And Plex did a lot of Digimon stuff when Wiz was still around. Like the Digivolving Spirits were Plex. Plex does most of the designs for Super Sentai, for example. They show off Digimon products from different countries. Remember the um, Bandai was really like those handheld like um, Poly Pocket type playsets for Power Rangers and Digimon, they show off one of those. Yep, I remember those. They show off the Terriermon one that that was made for the U.S. market. Um, they have a page. They have a page. I remember being a Vmon. Then they have what appears to be a one-page interview where they talk to Kenji Watanabe, Goto P. Uh, Kenji Watanabe, longtime designer for anyone new. Goto P is the current card game producer and Volcano Oda. Damn. Um. Then. 
that that's just one page. Then we, before Dreamers, uh, there's a page explaining who Tenya Yabuno is, showing off, you know, he did Art for Ghost Game, he did V-Tamer. Then we get 10 pages of Dreamers. And you would think that would be the end. And then you turn, you're like, oh, there's more of that interview with Wadnabe Goto Pina Oda for three more pages. It ends on page 144. So it starts on page 99, starts, goes to page 144, all Digimon content for this issue. So basically 50 pages, including 10 pages of manga. So I, I don't expect that much, but this is basic. It is basically just a big Digimon section of stuff for not very much money. Um, and I'm very curious to see what will pop up next month because I don't expect it to be that large, but it'd be nice. There'll be something there. So I'm very curious to see. So it is basically a Shonen Jump V Jump type offshoot that is very much aimed at kids, making it worth their while to get comics to read and to also see marketing pablum. Yeah, so 50 pages isn't bad for the first... Yeah, so really not bad. Uh, And uh, Psycho Jump is also where um, Atmon Gakuen uh, was. So yeah. Yeah, I never ended up seeing much of it, just because, like, for the most part... These these are... These are so marketing uh, adjacent that unless they run for an extended period of time or there's a reason to collect them, stuff from Psycho Jump doesn't always get collected. Yeah. Um, like, like, remember, right now, there's three Dragon Ball comics running there, and if you look at ones that have run in the past, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven ongoing Dragon Ball comics that have ended, including one shot or prototype manga that they've shown off. Um, They've even had guest chapters or reprints of various old stuff. So yeah, it's basically V-Jump, but more comic-centric basically. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what else will pop up there, because it's going to stay that price, so I may get it in the future. I'm very much considering it. Especially if there's like a, just a subscription button, I can do it will just show up automatically. And I will make sure you get that link, Dev, because I'm very, I'm pretty much sure you will sign. I don't think you have a Bookwalker account, do you? Not at all. Yeah. So here, here's how Bookwalker works. They have an American, they have a U.S. storefront. So you sign up, you make your account, and they have manga, light novels, and all that stuff. Um, I'm not a huge fan of their image quality, to be honest. It's a bit lower than I'm used to with, you know, crazy comic and manga stores. But it's good enough. And the login works on the Japanese site. So if something doesn't explicitly have to be geolocked, they just don't put it on the English storefront. So you can just go to the Japanese storefront, and in most cases it will let you buy it, and it will add it to the app regardless of your language settings. So oh, yes, able- I'm completely down for this. Yeah, so you'll be able to buy that and enjoy it. Uh, the next question was from Ramon. Ramon wants to know, what type of chocolate candy would we feed Gamamon? His examples are Snickers, Reese's, M&M's, and so forth. Mm. I feel like you can't feed him bars. He would get sick. Oh. Well- 
you could see them like the little Giardellis, where it's like the little individually wrapped ones. Yeah, but that that would get expensive. Like, bribes. That would get expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they just throw Hershey kisses at them. That or like, I mean, it's Halloween. You can just go for like the mixed bag of different kinds. Oh no, of no, don't, 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 don't remind me it's Halloween. I'll have to get candy corn. I see, already got candy corn. I need to. Um, it's the best season to enjoy candy corn, especially because it seems to upset people. <laughs> I like candy corn. Surprisingly enough, the uh, caramel apple candy corn does not taste bad. One of my coworkers uh, got a bag out of morbid curiosity I like and plain. gave it to the rest of us. I like plain candy corn. But some of the yeah. other like flavors of candy corn taste like death and lies. Oh, I, I've I've actually never tried flavored candy corn. I've only gotten the white, orange, yellow candy corn flavor. Um. So next, okay. Next question. I will read it, and then Dev can answer before I say anything. Once I read it, are you ready, Dev? Yes. Ghost Game didn't rank in the TV ratings. Does that mean anything? It means it, they're canceling Ghost Game. It, it is effectively exactly what we said for Adventure. It only shows the top ten. It There's dozens and dozens of anime. I expect Ghost Game is somewhere between 11 and 15, which is... I Was that the exact number that I would give generically for Adventure when we didn't see it? Yeah, and more often than not, when we checked into it, it's like, yeah, that's actually about right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... I expect it's about there. Eaten by Curious George yet again. But yeah, so... I, I expect it's basically roughly where Adventure was. But... We will never know unless it jumps into the top 10 at some point and there will be another missing top 10 slot soon because Demon Slayer's back. So that will be another slot that 100% we will never get information from because everyone it, is hard gay for Demon Slayer. It's amazing. I, I, I watched part of season one. It came across as very general shonen action. I I understand why people like it, but it doesn't feel that special. Like, I understand why people like it. It's polished shonen stuff. Also interesting world building, at least the way the demons yeah, work. Yeah, that's, so. that's interesting enough. Um, and then, this was one, this was one of the questions where uh, it's one of those where I don't know if it's joke or real. I think it's real. So I want to know, will Ghost Game get Blu-rays? The answer is, is Probably, but we do not know. I mean, good chance of it. I mean, Adventure got Blu-rays rather quickly, so. Uh, I think it was delayed a bit from where we expected because the show was delayed. Oh, yeah, there was the plague, but. Yeah, once the show started back up. Considered, we got them in a good amount of time. Yeah, and I expect they'll probably do roughly the same, which is two disc boxes. I'm very curious to see how the show will look with better compression, to be honest. Because I feel like that's been a kind of oddity at the moment. Which is, there are times when I don't know if something is purposely in effect, or if the show just isn't compressed well for streaming. Like, 
anytime I see fog, I think something's wrong with the video. At least that's what I think. And it'll so, probably be found in a couple months either way. Yeah. So I think that I think we got all the questions that were in the chat, all the ones that were sent in ahead of time. Dev, would you like to tell people what you've been up to the last couple days? I got very, very, very angry. So I started moving pages on Wikimon back to names that actually make sense. Have you defeated the great evil dev? The single worst name, like above any name that we might argue. You have defeated... For now, because I guarantee you someone will swap it back again soon. The great evil known as Yaktuyakstuman has been defeated. It currently shows as Yo-Yo-Mon on the page. Again, for now. For now. What what other ones did you have fun swapping around, Dev? Any uh, come to mind? Put, uh, I had to put Hackmon back to Hackmon, and they changed MCMon to Mickmon, so I had to put that back. Wait, what? But, wait, yeah. wait, 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 they, how, but, but there's only one spelling, that's the, the Atmon, right? There's only one spelling of that. Yeah, apparently they decided because Jessmon wasn't spelled with all capital letters that no other Digimon should have capital letters in its name, so they but went on like... The na- but that name doesn't work without the capital letters. Like, in English, that is... I, nah. Okay, Dev. Yeah. What, yeah, that 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 name explicitly does not work without capital letters. That's the actual name. Um, yeah. Dev, what, what Wikimon arc would you like people to read this week? Hit random page because I just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I feel like you can't say that after you just spent a couple days fixing stuff, Dev. Oh, I spent a night going on a rampage, being really, okay, really. Okay, I will. On. I will hit random page, and we'll see what we get. That's not a good enough page. Let's hit that again. Well, I got Valdermont. Every card that's popping up, every one that's popping up is either a random card or like, oh, this could refer to this or this. It's like, no, give me an actual actual page that's not a card or a listing. Huh. It I just got Valdermont two times in a row. It sent me to recent changes. No, I don't want a card. I don't want a card. Okay, oh, okay, here's a good one. Are you ready? Shoutmon Derulo Cannon. Quality. That's a quality entry. So you, you got so you have to read Valdermon and Shoutmon plus Derulo Cannon. Uh, and I remember it, the hell we had to go through because it would not properly display plus signs on the wiki programming, so we had to Copy and paste a really weird one from a different coding. That's funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah. AR was busy with important things this week. We we don't know if we're going to be here next week or not. It's funny. I mean, there's no episode and no news. I mean, well, well that. So here's what I believe will happen. At some point, Thursday night or Friday morning. I will look at what news is there and make the call of if we're going to have an episode without a show, if we'll have a bye week. And then whatever decision I make will be the wrong one. 
Cause that, well, that's... if you're wrong, then we'll just have an extra long episode the following yeah. Monday. Yeah, see, th- that's happened before where we went, okay, there's not much news. We'll skip doing it uh, an episode this week. And then a day later, they just start throwing stuff at us. So you guys will know within the next few days. We'll Dev, figure it out the hard way. Exactly. Dev, anything else you want to talk about? I am very tired. And very angry. <laughs> so it's a normal day for you, Dev. So AAR will be back whenever we're back. We don't know if that's next week or in two weeks when episode three of Ghost Game airs. And then we will catch you guys next time. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.